Hello everyone, my name is Jed Shepard and uh, welcome to another mini episode for What to Watch on Netflix. Um, thanks for listening, uh, for taking the time to listen to these mini ones, because I know a lot of people skip this kind of thing, but I think it's quite nice to have a little bit of a wrap up and uh, kind of see what's happened in the meantime. I'd like to thank um, Alida Naylor for being uh, my guest on the last episode. She's obviously a journalist and the former Moscow Times arts editor. So all of her picks were pretty classy compared to mine. Uh, this is the kind of like part of the uh, episode where I go through her picks. But I'd, I'd already seen uh, the Bill Cunningham documentary. It's great. And I've obviously watched um, all of Northern Exposure. So I'll concentrate on the one that I haven't seen, which is by a director and whose name I will attempt. And it's Andre Zviagintsev. Andre Zviagintsev. Andre Ziggy Stardust. And his uh, film is called Elena. Yelena. Um, it's spelled Elena, but it's said Yelena. So I apologize for my Russian uh, pronunciation there, guys. Um, about this film. Now, I kind of knew it would be a hard watch, but um, I, I read some uh, some brief reviews of it and saw it got loads of stars and it's very highly thought of. And I love the director's uh, film he did after this, Leviathan, so I knew this was going to be decent. This film started with a 10-minute waking up in the morning shot, uh, just following around a kind of a middle-aged woman as she wakes up, gets out of bed and goes through her morning routine. No kind of music in the background, just kind of silence. And I really didn't know what I was what was in for. Uh, that was followed up with her walking along the street for about 10 minutes going to work. Um, but I mean, it's very, very, very slow. But it's beautiful. Um, they, they managed to capture a Moscow that I'd kind of never seen before because I obviously haven't been there. But you get to see the kind of little nuances um, and also the similarities there are to, to like cities like London or like Manchester. Um, the really cool thing that that was shown is that on their trains in, in Moscow, you have people selling magazines. So you have this one part where um, uh, the, the main character is sitting down on the train looking out the window and there's this kind of overbearing woman trying to sell her women's magazines and kind of screaming at the top of her voices. Um, and I just thought, why don't we have people selling magazines on the London Underground? That would be great because uh, it can get boring. And we have a thing in London where we don't like to look people in the eye. So it would be great if we had a magazine to distract ourselves and actually take our eyes away from our phone as well, because that would, would be great. It, it was really good to see and the kind of little nuances in in, in the kind of the, the Moscow culture, because um, I'd always kind of imagined Russia to be kind of a 24-7 brainstorming session on how to destroy the West, how to destroy America. But it's not like that at all. Everyone gets about their normal day, probably don't think twice about the West, uh, probably should be more worried about their own government. Um, they go through the same shit as we go through ourselves, uh, the relationships we form, the kind of tenuous friendships we rely on for comfort and all like the promises we make to each other that we kind of expect to be fulfilled and we base our life on that. Um, and in a nutshell, um, Yelena not only showed us a glimpse of life in Moscow, but really kind of held up a mirror to us all and in whatever city you live in in the world. Um, and it takes a, in, in one minute, it takes an incredible filmmaker to make me sit through 10 minutes of a middle-aged woman walking around her house, brushing her hair. But it was all soundtracked by the amazing Philip Glass. And anything that he was involved with, count me in. Um, he made the even the very smallest thing, even the most mundane scene, into beautiful poetry. 
so it really is worth a watch and um, thank you to Alida Naylor for bringing this film to my attention um, and this director whose name I will attempt again Andre Zviagintsev <sighs> I just can't do it um, and that can be found in uh, multiple places mostly for sale though I haven't found anywhere where you can actually uh, rent it to stream but you can stream it in multiple places Google Play and YouTube it's about £2.99 like I said in the previous episode it's less than the price of a cup of coffee in London um, a great website I want to tell you all about though is a website called Flick Search um, if you want to find out where something's streaming if you have a particular film in your mind or you hear about us talking about a film on this podcast go to flicksearch.io flicksearch f-l-i-x-s-e-a-r-c-h dot i-o and um on flick search you can just type in the name of a film and it'll tell you all of the streaming places uh, where you can find it even if those streaming places are pay pay to watch um because you don't get everything for free um the next episode of what to watch netflix the next episode proper will feature um tom stab star of monkey tennis uh, one of the most popular podcasts in the uk i know a lot of you guys are from the usa may not know what monkey tennis is monkey tennis is a popular podcast following the adventures and the tv series of mr alan partridge who you may know um is played by steve coogan um so tom's one of the hosts on that he was also in a smeghead spin-off called stab in the dark which none of you will know at all um that particular episode also features a guest interview with david lee Bahart from uh, tim and eric awesome show great job um you might also know him from check it out with dr steve brawl um, and billion dollar movie and one of those things is the thing that i'm recommending in the next episode but i don't know if you know anything about david lieberhart but he is a wonderful but quite a strange guy so most of the interview with him is about him asking me persuading me to buy him some hornby trains and taking it to la which i'm going to next week taking it to him in la and these trains cost hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And he's like, yeah, I'll swap you some CDs for them. Buy them for, just just buy them, bring them to LA to him, and he will give me some CDs. Not sure I'm getting the best deal out of that, but I will hang out with him in LA and uh, play with his puppets because he's a puppet master. Um, and he also talks about things like uh, when he got abducted by aliens. Um, and he also talks about the... the um, the piece of media that he's in that I'm recommending. Um, I am off to America next week. I'm going to the Sundance Film Festival with my film Dawn of the Deaf and a bunch of the actors and the director and the producer. And we are going to have a lovely time. Uh, and I'll try and bring my recorder, uh, not the musical instrument recorder, bring an actual physical data recorder and sneak some interviews with the people around there um me and the director rob savage we're on the hunt to uh, find kristen stewart and make her choose between us see which one she loves the most um and when i'm in la i'm staying with uh, my friend annie who is from the band giant drag who one of my favorite ever bands and i'm going to get her to record a load of stuff oh by the way if you um want to have here another podcast that's great and uh, there's one that that Annie presents called Empath of Least Resistance. And it's basically life advice. And it's her and her friend Asia giving life advice on dating, on narcissists, 
on other things too um and it's great and i've learned a lot about women women a lot about women and a lot about women um if you want to tell me um, any comments on any of my recommendations or just if you like the podcast please let me know on twitter at jed shepherd that's j-e-d-s-h-e-p-h-e-r-d uh, for any comments on any of the episodes or recommendations of your own if you think mine are useless um don't forget to rate review subscribe on itunes please tell your friends uh that would be cool and then you we can, you can have a little discussion group to talk about the recommendations uh, and most importantly if anyone can come up with a catchphrase for me to say at the end of every single episode, that would be great. Because saying bye is just really boring. Um, and until then, I'm going to play, um, like I had to, did last week, the end song from the Raccoons uh, cartoon. don't know if any of you guys remember, in the 90s, the cartoon Raccoons had the best end music, a song called Run With Us. And I just love it. And when I had a radio show, I used to play, play out with that too. So until I get a catchphrase... That's going to be the end song. So um, in the absence of a catchphrase, goodbye.